about Wolfman's nards. They can put the flux in your capacitor. They know the secret of the ooze. If you like toys from the future and movies from the past, good. Because Frankie and Jim make a podcast. Welcome to Frankie and Jim Make a Podcast. I'm Jim. I'm Frankie. And this is a podcast. How are you, sir? Yay, podcast. How are- I'm doing good. Good. Um, yeah, how are you? How are you I'm doing? hanging in there, you know. Um, we are bordering on almost a year into being inside of our houses and only occasionally venturing out to eat next to someone outdoors when you're allowed to. So, um, have you, have you, have you eaten outdoors yet? No, I don't. I mean, no. I've eaten okay. outdoors in my backyard cause why well, there not? You go. there's no people out there. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't, <laughs> to, to be frank, I just, you know, not to be like, Hey, let's start the no, podcast and you are Frank. That's true. Um, so not to be you, but, um, <laughs> no, but I, I not to like start, you be Frank, I'll be Jim, not to take the bold stances or the, the tough choices or whatever, but. Uh, or the Egon Spanglers. Sure. But I feel bad for lots of the people who are in the restaurant industry. And I have friends who own restaurants and coffee shops and things. And uh, I really feel for them. And I'm doing what I can to support them from my home. But I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I have zero interest in, in the eatings of the outs. I mean, I get food out. I get, you know, I do curbside pickup and stuff. But yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, it'll be a while before I sit down in a place. Yeah, I'm... I'm but that's just my own neurosis. Um, so, I know, agreed. I think that you can that. you can put out all of the different ways that you can say it's safer, it's not safer with this kind of mask or that kind of mask, but there's going to be a level, I think, for all of us of uh, getting to your comfort zone with being back out in the world, and I know that just because going to a grocery store you know, just a few months ago, there was a sense of sort of hyper vigilance of how far is everyone from me <laughs> so i think like until, oh no yeah, yeah, yeah until we get our vaccines uh exactly. it's gonna be an interesting time so so i'm doing okay but until but, you know whatever as i say until we get our vaccines we, we're just buying toys and hanging out inside our yeah house. and one thing that i wish we were doing was going to see a movie but um <laughs> well <laughs> um yeah we, we yeah so we start I, off I, talking about this this week <laughs> I firmly believe that this movie doesn't exist, that it's all a figment of our collective imagination, that we as a giant Ghostbusters hive mind. Yeah. So let's get this like manifested, manifested this idea of Ghostbusters Afterlife. Let's get this out of the way really quick for those listening at home. This is going to be a very Ghostbusters kind of episode, uh, because if you haven't heard since the last time we recorded an episode, Ghostbusters Afterlife has been pushed to a new date. And if you've heard that before, and perhaps even from us you're you have not had a stroke <laughs> that's yeah, really no, a thing it's, it's 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 happened now twice this is the second time and we're be, we will be viewing it hopefully in a theater on what was it june 11th uh, no i'm uh, no november, november 11th november november 11th june was the original pushback right i'm see i actually have I'm lost track of how many dates this movie has had <laughs> because um, I think originally it was July of 2020, right? Wasn't that the deal? And then it was yeah March of 2021, 
and then it was June of 2021, oh, and now it's about November. The March right? Yeah, yeah, I already forgot about the March date. Right? Which is why, if you like, we'll talk about this at a point today in this podcast. We're going to talk about all the Ghostbusters food that's going to suddenly get re- revealed and released to the world. Because as much as you can keep holding on to action figures in a warehouse while you delay your movie. Um, with the exception of the Twinkies, with the not. exception of the Twinkies, which never go bad, obviously, because they're like nuclear, uh, all the other food product probably has to get released, or you get to release it straight to the trash can. <laughs> so uh, see, here's the thing: they're they're not really holding the toys. They're not really holding like that kind of stuff because we we are buying afterlife products. Yeah, but they've kind but of. they have held it. It's sort of the point if you think about it. Like, and this is a we'll talk like this is a fun thing to think about in this conversation of like Ghostbusters push, but you and I. We're having conversations last April as products were being released to Walmarts that had stick like big signs on that said, do not put on the floor before April 25th, 2020, because they're supposed to yeah. be out for summer, right? As like the summer toy release for this movie. So there's stuff that has been sitting in warehouses, like put that on ice. We're not putting it on shelves. Like the Playmobil figure that just came out, like that was supposed to be out already. Like those were Toy Fair 2020 releases, right? Like we saw those at Toy Fair in February of last year before the pandemic started as like, this is what's coming this year. And then they went, no, 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 no. no, Hang on. We got to pull it all back. Right. So, yeah, I just, I feel like, I feel like the merchandise that we do have in conjunction with this idea of a movie, just very weird to have due to the fact that we don't have the movie. Oh yeah. No, I feel like it's the opposite of something like Congo in the nineties, right? Like Congo comes out in the nineties. Great movie starring it, Bruce Campbell. It, it, yeah. I mean, Bruce Campbell's in it. I didn't know. I, didn't, I think it's funny you call him the star of Congo. <laughs> Yeah. I never would have been like, yeah, he's, he's, a in, star. he's a star. He's a guy in it, but um, nope, he's a star. He's a star of anything he's in. He's a star of Spider-Man, clearly. Uh, but like, well, he's the guy who gave Spider-Man his name. I, I I'm just saying, he's a star. That is valid. So, and never forget that at all times, Bonesaw is ready. <laughs> I've got you for three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. But I think that. Um, you know, with the Ghostbusters release being delayed, right, there is this thing of all these products get pushed, right? And that's the funny, weird part to me is, like, I feel like it's the opposite of a movie that performs badly in the 90s at a KB Toys, right? Like, KB Toys, to me, is a place that you'd go, like, 1995, and you're like, what summer blockbuster underperformed? And thus, and where can I get the cheap product? Yes, of it? like there's a giant yeah. like like bin, a metal cage, like just KB Toys was the metal bin and cage that was the discount. Yeah, so you would go and be like, oh, I don't really give a shit about the Congo movie, but check out these cool gorilla figures. Like I can buy like five of them for six bucks, and I can recreate Planet of the Yeah, Wars. right. Like, but this time they have war machines. I, like, what? I don't know. <laughs> like, if you were the kind of guy like to mash up your stuff, like if you were a Jurassic Park fan for real, like that was an era where you could walk into a KB Toys and buy like Lost World figures for three for ten dollars because nobody wanted them, right? Like. Yeah, and the weird yeah. part to me is I'm watching Ghostbusters merchandise that was slated for last year get clearanced because of the new Q, like the Q1 and Q2 toy rollouts because they were last year's stuff. So Plasma series. It is a and, bit of, you know, 
it is a bit of a bummer to see the plasma series, you know, on the Walmart shelf for five bucks when I like <laughs> twenty dollars a figure. Desperately <laughs> tried to get it for twenty bucks a figure. Yeah, I felt and that way about. Then I just feel like an asshole. I'm, I'm kind of like the NECA figures, the Back to the Future figures have not been out that long. They came out like in October, but. For whatever reason, Walmart is clearancing them, and you can find them for like five bucks. And I'm like, those are thirty dollar figures, man. I just, I oh, just wait, bought no, Doc. I might have to get into this Back to the Future thing. Hold on, let me go to Walmart.com. You can't get them on the website. You actually have to go in the store and find them on the on the clearance shelves. You have to be like, okay, let me I'm message willing, my friends. I'm willing to do the Corona <laughs> clearance dance. Like, can I go and and avoid the virus while getting outstanding deals on? essentially salvage toys <laughs> exactly but um yeah i think that there's i'm look we'll kind of dial back for a second just talk about the movie being released right as opposed to talking about the product um i want what movie <laughs> my favorite song in the I, moment I, by the way is nerf herders ghostbusters 3 and if you haven't ever heard it you can go out and find it the chorus of it is ghostbusters 3 and you and me it's never gonna happen it's never gonna happen no 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 <laughs> world I peace mean, and ghostbusters 3 it's never gonna happen <laughs> i mean they're they're not wrong here listen i being being i'll say a, a mega fan i'm not a diehard ghostbusters fan i'm not like building an ecto in my garage type thing yet but um <laughs> guilty as yeah, charged you, you know i, I mean that, that's for the new card that I purchased soon. But I just, it's one of those things where I'm just like, there's a part of me that's like, okay, you know, yes, I want to see it in the theater. I like the theater experience. But also, I have uh, at home a great sound system, a nice TV. I have the amenities to make, like, my version of a theater experience very comfortable. And and I'm, I'm not saying, like, anything about pandemic or anything like safe or anything but there is an essence of me that is like okay well you know if i can get these blockbusters in my house like i'm totally down you know kong godzilla versus kong you know yeah. is coming out in march i really have no desire to see it in a, on a big screen and i know there's you know i know that that it's meant for a big screen and it has that push to be a big screen movie but i'm also like well the snacks and my counter are cheaper i mean personally i'm hoping that we you can know. unearth the kb toys that's full of godzilla versus kong toys at three for ten <laughs> right <laughs> but but <clears throat> but so like there's that part of me where i'm like just release ghostbusters like just so i release it but i but i understand the, the concept behind it we all want that movie going experience it should be seen on a big screen there's definitely the the financial and um there, you know, there's the financial implications of, of releasing it versus, you know, digital mm -hmm. and, and big screen, that kind of stuff. I get it, but I just, yeah, you know, I think, um, I, and sorry, go ahead. And the whole, like, I no, as I say, the whole idea of like, well, we've made it this far without one. Now, fuck it. No, because this movie exists now. This movie exists and it needs to be seen. <laughs> like the idea that, that they're, you know, people are like, oh, well, I can wait a little bit longer. Nope. I'm sorry. <laughs> we have waited. And it's like, it's like the the parent that's like, hey, you want to get ice cream tonight? And you're like, yeah, well, we're going to get it Saturday night. And you're like, oh, man, I was really looking forward to the ice cream. <laughs> oh, well, Saturday night didn't work out, so we're going to get it in two weeks. Well, fuck. I was really looking forward to the ice cream. I guess I could wait for two weeks. And then two weeks, they're like, yeah, well, we're going to get it next year. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> it's like, oh, sweet. Now I can't have ice cream for a fucking year. Well, here's how I feel about this thing at this point. Um, 
I want to see this movie. I recognize that decisions have been made that the best way to release this movie uh, is to put it in theaters because, and I do believe that this is probably you know an important thing to think about. This is this is Sony is very much trying to figure out how do we make a Star Wars franchise rebooting thingy. <laughs> that's that's very much what's going on here. Is yeah, this is not just hey release this movie and we're done. Um, I, that may be what it is for some people, to be frank. Like, I think that there are some folks who will watch this movie and then there will be another Ghostbusters product that comes after it and they will be like, this is my episode one. I'm fucking done. <laughs> and they just like need to cling <laughs> to their own down. thing. I mean, to be fair, I fire and brimstone. I am very much that way about Star Trek and I have no qualms about admitting it. Like, uh, like I don't like most of what's come out of Star Trek after JJ Abrams laid hands upon it. And that's me, right? Like, some people out there really love that stuff. It's not my thing. And I think that there's a lot of folks who are looking to have an experience that they've been waiting to recapture for a very long time. Uh, and that having that deferred is painful, right? That, that's just sort of like, this. you're right. Like, there's an expectation it creates and sets up over and over again where it's like, today it's coming. We're finally going to go on this trip to so-and-so. And it's like, nope, the flight's delayed. And it's like, okay. So... But it's not, I don't even think it's that for, for me and the essence of, like, I haven't been waiting for a Ghostbusters 3. So then to tease us with the trailer, then not give us anything, sure. any information about it with bits and pieces, like, here and there. Then to, like, p- keep pushing it back and pushing it back. It's like, dude, give us another trailer then. Give us another tasty, like, treat. Like, give us something. I think that part give of, I think that, something. like, my concern is that... Uh, I would like to see this movie and I would like to see this movie in a way where I haven't figured out what this movie's end is before we get there. And you know, for me, fuck it. Tell me the end. I just want to know. Yeah, I'm because at this like, point what's weird like, is, we should have seen. It. I admit we to you, like I am this. with Star Wars. I was very much that way about this last set of movies. I like the last three they did. I was like, well, whatever. Who cares? We throw us what over what? Who gives a shit? Really? I don't care either. He throws away a lightsaber. I threw away a lightsaber. <laughs> Look, I, I, I very much went. I wasn't waiting for more Star Wars movies. And in like a weird way, I don't think I was sitting around going, oh, man, I can't wait till they make another Ghostbusters. But I'm also the guy who every single time somebody like put out an article through like from the 1990s of being on the internet like when i was 15 straight on through like my into my 40s right like straight on through yesterday like, yeah somebody puts out an article and they're like there's a script for a ghostbusters 3 that was never produced do you want to see it and i'm like fuck yeah i want to see that i want to read that give me that right like yeah and i admit that i think i have a i i there's a i want to know what happens right like to them and i think that's part of what it is is like there's um there's two different versions of these characters. An animated version is a film. There's a film version, right? And like we all know that. And you could follow the animated version, which can spin off into comic versions. And there are those versions of the characters who you're like, oh, cool, that's what comic book Egon did. But like, what happened to the Ghostbusters? Right? Like, is a really interesting question that I think you could throw back out over and over again. That people will come back and go, ah, oh, it's weird. What did happen? Like, they went out of business after the first movie. So what happened after the second one? Like, they saved the entire world. Again, do they go out of business again? Do they have, like, a thriving business? And then, like, that's why the video game was cool. 
because like the video game was like, hey, there's actually like a business that they continue to run. And it's like a continuation of the same. Um, Which then you know, brings arc. me to this point of with this movie. I'm like, how did they how do people not know about ghosts again? How do people not know about these events? How do people just not be told Agreed. or remember these things? So I'm like, I want to know. So just just show me the movie. Show me the Carfax. Show me just yeah. Just show me the Carfax. <laughs> I so I think that the poor Ecto One Carfax. I want to see this movie. I have said like point blank, if this movie were released for streaming, I would watch it at home. I'm not chomping at the bit to go to the theater. Um. But I'm also at this point where, like, I just can't get mad anymore that it's not out. I just can't. Like, and this is, like, a weird thing to say, but, um, I've been told so many times that the movie might come out, like, that to get mad every single time it doesn't is just not self-fulfilling or rewarding. And, like, the best analogy I can give you to this is... Do you remember how long Duke Nukem Forever was coming out? <laughs> no, I, I never played Duke Nukem. So Duke Nukem 3D comes out in like, you know, 1995, right? And they're like, Duke Nukem... Yeah, I mean, I, I know of the games, yeah. yeah. Duke Nukem Forever is like announced that it's going to come out like in like 1999 and then like 2002. And then like <laughs> 3D Realms is like, it'll be out when it's done, right? Literally, 3D Realms goes out of business, gets bought by other people. Like, and Duke Nukem Forever, they repeatedly are like, it's going to come out. Here's some test shit. People are like, this looks great, or this looks terrible. And they get really upset and angry. And then <clears throat> when the thing finally came out, it came out and it was like, oh, look, here's a thing that's kind of like uh, sat on the shelf too long. That the, the, um, the graphics are not as great as what's on the market and... Uh, the, the dynamics or the engine is not as good as what everybody else is using. And I don't want that for Ghostbusters. And that's the reason, like to me, most of of all the reasons why it's like, put this movie out. It's less at this point about like, I feel maligned. I feel misled. I'm being let down because like, I, I can't be, I honestly, I can't even be mad at any executive who's making a decision about what to do with this movie because every decision they have made was so far, like, not going to work. And every decision that we make about everything in the midst of a pandemic is one that maybe it'll work. Like, point blank. I would love a bottle of Diet Coke today. But um, I ordered it from Ralph's and was informed that the only option I can have is Coke Zero, which is a non-starter, right? Like, and that's a silly thing to point out, but that happens to me at this point once a week in life. Of just, I want this thing <laughs> that I used to be able to get relatively easily uh, just by going inside and picking it up off the shelf. And now, if I want to navigate doing it in the way that I want that's safe, I might be shopping for soda by lottery scratch-off ticket occasionally, and it might not go how I want it to go. And that's yeah. just kind of the, I don't know, the... If it's if we're living in an RPG, like that's kind of how the luck generator works out right now, and I can't I don't know it's a, kind of it's a karmic thing or what, but I've sort of made this decision that I can't be mad anymore about this movie because if I keep and being don't get me wrong, I'm not mad. No, I don't think you are. I mean that a lot of other people are. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, that's my dad voice. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm, I'm just, just disappointed, disappointed in you. <laughs> like, like, and you're right. Like, I get it. I'm disappointed too. But I guess what I'm saying is, like, I've stopped being disappointed at 
a decision maker, right? And like, this is a good example of what I mean is like, if you were to go on Twitter the week that that happened, people were like dragging Jason Reitman in the comments, like put the fucking movie out. And it's like, that dude doesn't even make the decision. Like he, yeah. And you know, I'm not mad with any of that. I just, it's this idea of that. Like, it's just that, that idea of like, Sony, what are you doing? Why are you toying with me again? Well, I'll tell you my secret release plan. Like that, I think I would have done. If I were an executive at Sony, this would have been my pitch. I would have said, "Here's what we're going to do. We're going to put the movie out. We're going to ch- on streaming, but we're going to do it as a live streaming event. And we're going to have like <clears throat> interviews or live chats with Jason Reitman and Ivan Reitman. And tickets are fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah." Like in tickets, and they won't be $1,500. And be fair, I paid that much to go to FanFest because I'm a sucker and I enjoyed myself. That's the joke. Like, I know, I know. <laughs> Welcome I, to oh, the joke. I know, I know. You and I get that joke. I just mean people listening at home. Like, that is legitimately what it costs to go to FanFest for the top tier thing. Listen, my mom will get that joke. I know. Hi. Hi, Frankie's mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> your mom should get a bit. <laughs> um, just a little audio stinger that says, Hi. Hi. <laughs> just, um, I think. That if you had said, here's the deal, you can buy this like a pay-per-view fight. It's $200 for you to buy it in your house, live streamed on one night as a one night only event. And you charge that much for it. It would make some of the product that's currently being released more relevant. It would generate the ability for people who have seen the movie to talk about what they do and don't like about it and drive other people to want to see it. Uh, you could then run those kind of events, a couple of them this summer, tap that into some drive, drive-ins that you're opening, and then once it's safe, be like, we're finally going to do the big, giant, huge fan release yeah. of Ghostbusters, and it's going to be generally accepted, generally available to people, just like Hamilton, right? Like, And that's, I think that- and that's the way I look at it. It's like, it's like Hamilton, you got to charge people like $1,500 to go to it. And then two years on, after you've generated all this hype and talking about how great it is, you go, hey, Disney, how about you film it while we're doing this? And then you can put it as part of your streaming platform and we get to share the profits, right? Like, and that's, I, I don't know. I think the distribution of film is going to change inevitably because of how things are. But that would have been my version of how to do it and say, hey, I, but I don't know I shit. Like, my- I'm a clueless idiot who doesn't know anything as I come up with that plan, you know, so... I think one of my biggest fears is that maybe some exec at Sony has seen this and is like, hey, this isn't Ghostbusters. People are going to, like, fillet this movie. We need to fix it. And they're going to start tinkering with shit. Like, that's my biggest fear is that they don't know what to do with this movie. So they keep pushing it back. Well, it's, to I don't, try to I'm not worried about marketing. I'm not worried about try that. To figure out, like, I'm not worried about that at this point because the movie's locked. And we know the movie's locked. So unless they were to go through the process of, like, really go through the process of unlocking the movie like we know it's done we know it's been it's it's printable like so yes yes and 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 while there is a version that is printable there can be other versions sure that at some point some exact whether it gets changed over you know halfway through you know until november like (laughs) they're gonna go through they're gonna go through a digitally cgi masks on everyone's face execs (laughs) execs change all the time at big businesses you know one you know, one is in there and he's he's locked the film and he thinks it's great. It's going to do great. We put it out in November. You know, he gets fucking ousted and then somebody else steps in and is like, well, you know what? We only have 
you know, we only need one terror dog. So can we take the other one out? You know, that shit can happen. Yeah. I think that's the fear. Like what, what, what the movie's intention is. I just, I'm not I mean, worried. This, is, I, this I guess, is a grandiose fear, I guess but like, I don't, intention I don't is, have this worry for a few reasons, right? Like, and one is that that would assume that people had like the ability to actually get anything done. <laughs> and like what we know about Hollywood right now is that basically nobody can get shit done. Like, so like the ability I mean, shit's to still getting you know, done, weird shit's still getting done. Well, shit you can do from home. Right, like, and that's like no. There's there's sets and films that are going back into production right now. Yeah, well, if you're Tom Cruise, you're really mad at people apparently <laughs> about people of not course. wearing masks and standing too close to each other on your set after you got shut down already once in October. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I'm not. Here's the other thing I'm going to say about this, and it's just I guess this is a this is a, an existential thing. I one point in my life, I was feeling pretty bummed out and low about things. And, and I said to myself, like, and this is after 2016, to be clear, just so everybody's like, he, yeah, then he saw that other movie and it was terrible. I actually had a morning, like one morning where I said, what's one thing in your life that you could say, like, even when it's been something you've disagreed about it or whatever it is, you could say that you've always really appreciated it and that it never really did you wrong, quote unquote. And like from inside me, my inner child yelled out Ghostbusters. <laughs> right? I was like, it's kind of true. Like, at all points in my life, regardless of whether I was 15 or 25 or 35 or what priorities were existing in my life, I could sit down and watch that movie and I could love every minute of it, right? Like, I could talk about that movie with people and enjoy the conversation. Even when I was arguing with people about 2016 and whether or not it's a good movie, there was a spirit of conversation to be had that I really cared about. And I'm don't want to take that away from myself by continuing to feel like I'm getting jacked over about a movie. Right. And just, so I don't know. I'm just kind of like, it'll be here when it gets here. And along the way we can buy some shit. And if it turns out that all goes on clearance, we can save some money. (laughs) And, and, And if like, that means that there isn't another Ghostbusters movie because the attempt to kick off a franchise was stabbed in the back by a pandemic, then the reality is this. We all said in the fandom for a long time, there will be a Ghostbusters 3 when hell freezes over. Right? Like, most of us never even thought this would happen. So, for it to be happening is great if it ha- when it happens, right? But I'm, I don't know, and I'm sorry if that's very... I'm lecturing, I apologize. Because I'm like, here's the fucking deal. Get your shit together, everyone. <laughs> oh no no no! I mean, I'm I'm still gonna sit here and be bitter. You're allowed. You're entitled. Let's be bitter. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here and be bitter and be like, dude, I should have fucking already saw this movie at least a hundred times. Yeah, I should already own two different oh, versions. Believe, and of, believe me, every time Blu-ray every time stuff. something happens that like um, gets me bummed out, I at some point in the midst of that list of things that has me sad about the pandemic, I throw in there, and I still haven't seen my movie, right? Like because I want to see the movie, right? And I want the pandemic yeah. to be over. But I guess what I'm at is just like, it is, it, at this point, it's going to be whatever it's going to be. And there's never been another situation like this where we've watched movies just get delayed over and over again. So, you know, I don't know. I don't think, I, I guess I'm not doing, I don't think I'm doing anybody who produces the thing I like a favor anymore by just being on Twitter and replying and being like, why don't you release this fucking movie already? <laughs> 
Like, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not going that I know far you're to not. be like, I'm gonna go fucking slam Jason Reitman. <laughs> I know you're not. You know, because like every time that I get bummed, I looked. Oh damn, I hit my mic. I look at the fan fest picture, you know, and Jason Reitman's in there and all the, you know, fucking shit. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, God, just I want to see your genius. Yeah, and that's what I get bummed about. I want to see because he he makes great movies. Yeah, and that's what I'm bummed about. No, I agree. Like, Sony, just fucking get your shit together and give me what I want. Give it to me now. Give it to me, Sony. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned buying shit. Yeah, we're like thirty minutes go. into this movie's delayed. How do we feel about it? So if you've uh, checked out because of the emo conversation about our feelings in a movie, I get it. Well, that, I'm, no, no, no. <laughs> Listen, if anybody checked out because of that, then they shouldn't be listening to this podcast in then the first place. That's what we usually get. Yeah, they're fired as a listener. You're, you're fired, mom. <laughs> so let's talk about this plasma series Ecto One. Yeah. Because I said I wasn't going to buy it. Fucking bought it because it was easy uh, curbside pickup at Target. It was amazing when things are easy to buy. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Not everything at Target, the shit that I want to buy, is curbside pickup. Right. None of the NECA Ninja Turtles are. You have to go in and, and, you know, and and take chances. So I was like, ah, shit, the Plasma Series Ecto is like 50 bucks easy curbside pickup all right fine early birthday present yay so i picked it up and yeah i'm kind of into it i'm glad i got it i'm bummed the figures don't fit in it and what the hell is up with the hood all right so for those out there who are listening who may not have seen this thing the ecto-1 afterlife edition released by hasbro uh, at the beginning the recto <clears throat> the recto as we prefer to call it um was released in January. It was supposed to be out on January 4th or something. I don't know. Uh, and then it was delayed as a pre-order. And eventually arrived for those of us who pre-ordered it. And then went to stores. And so everybody has clamored like crazy to buy this thing. Because, oh my god, it's limited edition. It's in the store and it's sold out. And it turns out it's, it's everywhere. Because it's a Hasbro product that was supposed to support a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so there's it's, enough. It's, there's enough going around. It's a, it's everywhere. You can like you can trip over yourself and find them in, in Target. Or I guess you'd trip over it. If you just why would you just trip over yourself? Anyway, Trip Advisor is not me. I don't advise tripping. Anyway, um, edit that out or don't. <laughs> the, the point. Nope, leaving it. <laughs> the, the Ecto One Afterlife Edition shipped. With an interesting paint scheme. It's supposed to be weathered. It's supposed to look rusty. It's supposed to look like a car that sat around in a barn for 30 years. But the front of it is supposed you know to what, like show some, like I guess, smoke damage from an engine overheat or something. And some of them are light colored and look toasty. And some of them look like somebody took a Sharpie and was like, I'm going to color in the front of the Ecto. You know, I'm I'm gonna say for a car that's supposed to be sitting around for a while, it is exceptionally clean. Like no, the agreed. white is white. Yeah. And so I'm looking at this thing going like like whoever owned this, obviously, we can talk about movie theories for another podcast because I have unpopular ones about the story of the movie. Ooh, I want to anyway, know. Anyway. <laughs> I will I can tell you later. Would you like to know more? Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to know more? Click yes to find out. <laughs> Toss an F in the chat, people. Okay. That's just my streamer side coming out. Anyway. <laughs> so, but I'm looking at it going like, this guy obviously washed this car all the time. Because the white is still white. 
and rusted. And having been in a, you know, having my own rusted cars and stuff, like, where's the layer of caked on dirt? Like, why can't I still see through the windows? Like, I want the authentic, like, been sitting in the barn scheme, you know. Short of cobwebs, like, I wanted this thing to be dirtier, and it looks like the whites on it and the red for the fins and stuff are pretty pristine. Well, that's what's funny. is classic Ghostbuster fan, uh, you know, culture. This thing gets released, and, like, one of the first videos I see is, I fixed it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I bought this thing, and it's not right, and here's what I did to fix it, which is always a funny thing that to me that I don't, I've never been another uh, part of a fan community that operates this way of, like, I bought this thing, it's 75% of what I think it should be, I'm going to fix the fucking thing. <laughs> It's 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 very it's a very funny dynamic for for this community because I do feel like it's like oh let's mod everything yes. as well. Yep. Wait, what laces are Egon's boots? We have to get the exact laces. I'm so glad oh, the, the spirit PKE meter is easy to mod. <laughs> like, yeah, just... exactly. <laughs> but and I love that. I do. I love that about our fandom. Like that, you know, like the, the Ghostbusters fandom. That it's like. Yeah, we're not satisfied with what was put on the market, so we'll just make a, it ourselves. Like <laughs> exactly, and there is a part of the the you know the mentality that is like, well, you haven't been making us products, so we're just going to make it ourselves. Right, and so we're going to get the the screen accurate shit as possible. Well, I don't know if you saw this, but I actually was had posted a while back um, <laughs> this photo of a guy who's three D printing an actual like plasma series sized ecto that the figures would fit in yes because it's like that's yeah. the other part about this car is that the plasma series figures that are six inches tall don't fit into this ecto which would accommodate figures that are perhaps three inches tall right so we're four inches tall so the barely like two almost it seems like yeah and so it's kind of like I, I don't know i think that to watch people take to buy it and fix it in a way that makes them happy is cool I think that this, what's driven me crazy about this product is this. Um, there are a lot of people in different forums, different Facebook groups who keep posting photos of this thing. They get theirs, they take it out of the box, and then they're like, look at how dark or light my hood is. And you're like, uh-huh. And then they go, I have a variant and then, like, the next post, like, two days later is like, does anybody know how many variants they made of the Ecto-1? And it's like, they didn't make any variants. They have a crappy paint process. <laughs> like, there's not, there's not, it's like, I, look, don't get me wrong, I love this thing, it's cool. Like, it's fun to play with and stuff, but Hasbro's quality on paint, I will say it. No one is going, sorry, Frankie, I'm doing this to you, but no one's ever going to send us free stuff from Hasbro now. But, but like has it's fine this part will get edited out this is the part you're going to edit out of course this is where we, this is where you say i'm going to be quiet right now where you say we love hasbro <laughs> so i'm just going to put that in there now. later on there's like yeah. i start talking about this issue and then there's just everything edited it's, together it's be our we, new love we love hasbro, hasbro. <laughs> yeah you're, every time that you say something bad i'm just gonna bleep it with that you're cutting up you know, sentences the paint scheme on, say, we love hasbro you're cutting up sentences where i'm like bro <laughs> like bro you should try these cheese fries and so like, like this sound clip sounds like has bro <laughs> like, has bro we love cheese give us free stuff <laughs> I'm not knocking on Hasbro that hard for real. I do think, though, that there's 
not necessarily. And I, I think this is true. The earliest release stuff that comes out of manufacturing, and I'll say this because my Kenner Classics figures were very similar in terms of the paint quality. The stuff that I saw early in the release from the Kenner Classics, real Ghostbusters, had less quality on the paint than the stuff that ended up being released in December, right? They just, there's stuff being pushed out, there's a pandemic going on, and I think the QC on paint is a little lacking. And as a result, that means that you have some ectos that somebody or some, either a robot or a person, uh, sprayed with an airbrush, and some of that spray is consistent on some of them, and some of them it's like, here, there's a big black blotch right of just black paint thrown onto your car um and i don't get why it is that we like as fans are doing this thing of trying to justify this as oh it's a variant and it's like no it's just it's you know, a toy I, I don't i i don't i don't think there is justification for it i just think the term variant is being used in the loose context of Hey, you know, how many different cars with different paints do we have? Kind of like the Kenner thing like you you mentioned. I think the term variant unfortunately is is the wrong term yeah. for this paint issue. But you know, I don't even consider it a paint issue. I mean, mine's burnt, yours isn't, and mine's cooler than yours. So there you go. <laughs> I mean, mine is burnt too. It's just not as burnt, you know? And that's like and that's the part of it that to me I'm like if you like what you have, then great. But yeah, no, me and me and me and Zelda have been playing with it. She loves it. Yeah. So but I think where like the rub comes is if you bought this thing and you thought it was going to look one way and then the one you get looks like wildly different because of how dark or light it is compared to the product photo. And you go, well, that's not what I thought I was getting. And I think in that instance, like part of what I've noticed about this product is people will say, why is this this way? And they'll get answers back from, like, hardcore Ghostbusters fans in a forum who are like, well, why aren't you just happy with what you have? (laughs) You know, you can fix it. This also brings up the question, too, like, like, because I'm looking at it right now. It's sitting on my Proton Pack, hanging on the wall. I'm looking at it and going, like, why didn't they just make it big enough to fit the Plasma series? Shit, Kenner did it with the Ecto-1 back in, you know, with the RGB series. They made an Ecto-1 big enough to fit the characters. Yeah, like I mean, the fuck. That's been why. My, that's been my my issue with this thing since they released it or announced it was why. I love Hasbro. But, you know. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. <laughs> yes. Let me just say this: I already own this recto. If they made an extended or um, you know, an elite edition where it was bigger to fit the care, I'd buy it. Yeah, I, I would too. I, like, I would too. I'm not like by any means being like, I'll never buy another Hasbro product. I'm angry. It's not. It's just, I, I think it's weird that there was this level of difference between some of the manufacturing batches and that nobody batted an eye in production. And then when it comes out, I think it's weird that the fandom is like, well, let's find the justification for why it is the way it is that has that just renders the possibility that maybe it's just not that well made. <laughs> like, you know, you know, what weirds me out about the about the product in the first, not even like the the hood paint job, is the two red um, lights for the proton pack. Why not just do all four? Mm-hmm. Sure. Like why why stop at two? I mean, we first off, nothing else is painted on it. Why even paint it? Secondly, 
Why do two out of the four? Why not do, do the one, four? Or why not do one? Because typically there's one light lit on a proton pack at a time. Exactly. Exactly. But that would signify that the pack's on. But I think the other thing that uh, I just noticed about mine was, you know, like if you were to get down and look at mine, there's like little, there's actually, I'm pretty sure, like part of a thumbprint <laughs> like on one of my doors. Like, and my... Oh, like a paint thumbprint? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, somebody was doing the airbrushing work and picked up it Still after it was identity. painted. And, like, I got Take a factory thumbprint. worker's thumbprint. Like, part of... A, I got a partial Still print. I could be Gil, Gil Grissom or, like, uh, you know, uh, what is that? D- David Caruso. And be like, yeah! CSI. Find out who actually <laughs> did my CSI echo. on it. Yeah. But I think there's... Like, I've noticed these little things. I've noticed that I have, like... In the wear paint, I have inconsistent paint, right? Like, inside the wear paint. So you're like, oh, look, this looks perfectly white where it shouldn't. Because it's a $50 mass-produced toy. It's not... Yeah, like, as yeah. much as we make it out, like, oh, it's a collectible! It's a toy. It's a. It's not... It, it's it's meant for... It's, 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 let's just be honest. Some of these products are just meant for kids. Yeah. And... Meant to be played with. My, meant for that that kind of they're meant for that kind of consumer yeah that's fine and we make them out to be collectibles because we want to keep the packaging the packaging's cool figures are cool we definitely want to like have one to you know package and one to pull out and play with but at the end of the day i mean even looking at the the turtles collection those are those are toys yeah like they are so that's the that's um they're mass produced on a line right like by robots and the occasional person who manages robots <laughs> like i'm not saying that to be cold exactly. i just mean that like there's an economics to this right and uh i think that the ecto one afterlife edition is what i what i i like it but what it does to me a little bit is it makes me reminded that there's an economics to this <laughs> like i look at it and i go this was the decision made to make sure we make money like, it's not a bad product. I really like the styling and the interior is well detailed. I do wish the top of it came off so I could see it. Um, I think that would have been cool to sort of just make I it I look at off. mine and I look at mine and immediately go, I wish my figures can fit in it, like the Playmobil version. The Playmobil? Or Playmobil, yeah. I'm not sure how you say that, but I always say Playmobil for one reason. It's like saying Radmobile and Encino Man. Radmobile. <laughs> Radmobile. Radmobile. I've always said Playmobile, but... Playmobile. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm like, there, there there, are Ectos that fit the characters, and Hasbro, I wish you did that. But I love Hasbro, so there we go. I love Hasbro! <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I think that's what? That's the last piece of the Plasma series that we know of? For the moment, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we have the six figures. We have the Louis Tolley and ter- uh, Louis's Terrible Night yeah. set, which which has the same uh, terror dog in it. Agreed. It does. And then and then we have the, the Recto. So, I mean, currently, Plasma series is... And that's kind of one of the main reasons I bought it is because... It would complete the plasma series set and i'm like okay very rarely do i start and finish a collection you know usually i'm like oh these are cool and i jump in mid midway well i think that there may be we'll see but i have a feeling that 
there's got to oh, be we're, some we're, toy that's going to be of the kids in these movies. We just haven't seen it. Oh, yeah, it. no, we're, we're getting, I mean, okay, so, you know, we won't talk about it here, but there is a major toy spoiler for Ghostbusters Afterlife that popped up online. Yeah, and, and so that bothered I, I, me. Listen, I, I like spoilers, so I went and looked it up, and I'm like, oh, cool, that's something I could expect in the future. I mean, yeah, there's going to be Plasma Series figures of, you know, Whoever the new four Ghostbusters will be, she will get a Paul Red one. I mean, shit, we can go take an Ant Man head and put it on, you know, a Vankman Plasma series. I just and- I, what I want is old balls Bill Murray. I want that figure. I want like a highly detailed old Bill Murray. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure we'll get like I'm sure the next set will have you know we'll have Plasma series too, and it'll be the you know the four new Ghostbusters, whoever they are, and and you know and. Paul Rudd and the mom and it'll be cool and then Plaza Series 3 will be the old Ghostbusters you know Winston and Peter and Ray and fucking old man Slimer you know <laughs> who knows that would be fucking funny if there is like a geriatric version of Slimer in this movie I just he's want like, him to have a gray beard it's supposed to like trying to eat hot dog carts he's like trying to eat insure trucks Metamucil. yeah like, he's, <laughs> like running after Metamucil and insure yeah, he's just he's eating not, my Lanta. He's not inside of a hotel buffet. He's just uh, he's in the Pepto-Bismol. laxatives and antacid section <laughs> of a CVS. Like, because he's an old man. Yeah, that's my old man Slimer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna workshop that. I like it. Great. Well, the other, uh, the other product that came out with, which was also an Ecto released at the same time, was the Ectotron. Um, oh yes, Ectotron. So if you didn't get your at your itch scratch with the Ecto One, Afterlife, whichever variant you might have. Uh, personally, I want the gold variant, so I have a golden Ecto. It's ours, Frankie. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You brought it back. You get um, to go. If you find that, you get to go to Ghost Core, and they give you an, a lifetime supply of Mood Slime for the rest of your life. <laughs> like, well, they also. Uh, See, I figured it was more like the episode of Futurama where, you know, Fry chugs Slurm. Ah, yes. So we have to chug Ecto Cooler until we puke. And if there's a, you know, golden cap at the bottom, then you get to go to Ghost Core and <laughs> see how the Ecto Cooler's made as they just drain it from Slimer's lower yeah, regions. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I actually ever want to know how Ecto Cooler is made. I just told you how it was made. They drain it from Slimer's lower regions. Oh, um, boy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, my, my, um, I don't know. I, I kind of dig Ectotron. I bought the, I have the, the GameStop version and the, and the Rectotron. So, you what? know, and I think my favorite thing about the two is that Ectotron came from the, the GameStop version or, you know, the first version came, you know, he is the Ecto. Then yeah. you transform him and he's a big robot. But Ecto, but Rectotron came transformed. So now I can keep them both in package. Yeah, I do have to say, um, that was a better choice. Like, the I have the original, and when you bought the original, it just looked like the Ecto-1 in a box, right? Yeah. And it was in a smaller, like, Transformers box, and I think that the decision to take this one and open him up and display him in robot mode in the package, in a clamshell, uh, was a better move from a marketing oh, yeah, perspective yeah. and from a yeah. if you're an inbox pers- like collector I think it was a far better thing and I feel that similarly about like I have the uh the Ecto 35 right the um the Optimus Prime that they did that's 
for from San Diego Comic Con. You have that too, I think, right? The, the, yeah, yeah. No, I have Optimus thirty five. Yeah, I mean, and it's cool, right? But like, I've never taken it out of the box because I'm weird, and that I means did once. I have a truck, right? Like, because I, I tried to transform it for. Uh, two pages of the instruction booklet and then one piece was not moving and I went nope and I put everything <laughs> back in box yeah I mean so it's a, to me it's a truck right it doesn't I've never seen it in Optimus Prime mode in my house because it's sealed up in this does it go back in the box this is a good question yeah You've, I did not know yeah it, no I, I mean I, I, I opened it you know I opened it as best as I could to not damage the packaging and I was able to slide it back in and I mean, the thing that pisses me off is I put the instructions right in the view fi- the view w- window. <laughs> so they've but just been sitting there. Admittedly, like that, that's but- part of why I haven't unboxed it after all this time is that I didn't know if it would go back in its very cool proton pack box like that. So, yes, it, it does. It takes a little work, but it, it can it can easily go back in. I'm, yeah, cool. I'm looking at mine right now. It's it's not it's not too bad. All right. Well, then, then we have to look into doing that while we're bored during a pandemic. Um, well, but, say you could either do that or rebuild your Lego Ecto. That's also true, um, which that's a, a sad story. But short story, don't decide nine tenths of the way through building your ecto that you need to fix something that's somewhere in the middle and the bottom of your ecto if you're building lego ecto or you might find that you have pieces that fly off and then you don't know where they came from inside the ecto and then you need to rebuild the entire ecto and it takes a long time just go rebuild it i will eventually um stop being a wussy i know i'm (laughs) a giant baby whose real difficulty in life is building toys uh i know (laughs) but first world problem is over so you are a fan of this ectotron figure um yeah i mean i mean i'm I'm not a huge transformers fan i i'm very happy about the decisions made for the packaging for both so what's your feel like i because this is i'm gonna admit that i don't understand what they changed i've looked and tried to get it and I don't I don't see it. What is different about the head sculpt? Because the thing um, they marketed was that the two heads are different and I don't see it. Oh, I mean, I have even looked that closely at it, but I, I wouldn't even know how to look because my GameStop one is. Oh, that's in, true. Yours is in, a in car box. mode. So he's staying in box and so is Recto. So, I mean, I'd have to look at it like I'd have to look at pictures on the internet to notice the difference fair enough like i noticed a paint difference but i kept seeing like it's a new head sculpt and i was like what did they change i don't maybe i'm just missing it um maybe they gave him a gray beard yeah that's what it is they sculpted they sculpted a nose ring on him um (laughs) he's got plugs now because he's because he's a goth uh transformer as well yeah he's well he's into ghosts you know, so that's and if you're in the ghosts, you have nose rings. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I sit around and I play Ouija and speak to the spirits, and then I transform and, and roll out. I listen <laughs> to him very loud, and I play with razor blades. God, I just explained my fucking like seventeen to twenty year old phase. <laughs> Nobody understands me. If you need me, I'll be at the hot topic. <laughs> I'm gonna watch a CKY video. Wow, that just <laughs> that just got man, that dark. Just, that just brought up some. That just brought up some past tension. So yeah, no. man. <laughs> like, I have wow. To deal with that shit now. Damn, we know what you're going to be unpacking for the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah, my hem CDs apparently. No, I, I will admit that I do have my hem collection on my cell phone, so that's fine. For those extra days when I'm feeling super emo at work, and I'm like, 
I don't want to work today. <laughs> razor blade romance. So, you know, I have a very eclectic music taste. Everybody needs to get into their car and listen to My Chemical Romance and yell at least once a year. <laughs> no, you know, the, you know what my angry mix is? It's just anything Limp Biscuit. <laughs> That's because what it was for. Okay, That's why they there, made that music. Is is there there has to be, and I'm sure you know it. Listen, if you're if you're listening to this and you have a way to contact us for whatever means socially, I want to know what your like your trigger CD is. So I'm so when I say trigger CD, it's the I it's this it's the music or CD that like brings you back to a moment in time. And oh. so for me, it's Limp Biscuits, um, chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. Because me and a friend would listen to it while we drove up to um, a bowling alley near our house. And that's what we'd play, like, at full volume in my car. And it'd just be like, ladies and gentlemen. And then we'd go bowling. <laughs> it's so absurd. But any time that I, that I hear any song from that, I'm like, man, I really want to go bowling now. That's awesome. So <clears throat> what for you? Do you have a trigger CD? Something that, like... Oh, I mean, I probably have, like... A dozen, honestly, like that's very like music for me is very much like a, um, uh, I don't know what the word stroll is. Yeah, I mean it's a bit of an emotional stroll. Yeah, definitely. I think that there's there's definitely songs that I can think of that bring me back to to moments. But uh, you know, none more though than the 17 minute rendition of Ghostbusters featured by Ray Parker Jr. at FanFest. I wish we had a copy of that. If it's on YouTube. I want to. I want to relive YouTube. all seventeen minutes of that. You can relive so, all seventeen minutes of it, including the part where somebody you, walks past Video Bob with the camera in their hand. Did <laughs> you? Did you uh, stay for the whole concert? I did not. I stayed for all seventeen minutes of Ghostbusters, and then they began playing some other radio tracks and. I think that was when I was like, I'm going to go up the street to Rush Street and see if I can go get a beer. So, so I, um, so I stayed for the 17 minutes of Ghostbusters. The next song he did, I forgot what it was, but it was a banger. And I'm like, dude, Ray Parker Jr. has got some hits. Yeah, no, he had some, he had some songs. And and it was like, it was peppy and was upbeat. I'm like, all right, I'm into this. Then the next song he's like, I think he was like, yeah, I'm going to slow this down. And he started playing like a love song or something. And I went, nope. And I just yeah, went that's home. When, that's when I'm everybody like, was done. like, we're done. That's when everybody was like, we're packing it in now. This is not a crew of people who are going to slow dance in proton packs and jumpsuits. These people have been sweating all day is long. The, is the whole concert ripe. on YouTube? Is What's that? Is the whole concert on YouTube? I don't know, but the place, this is not to be like, I'm plugging a Ghostbusters site today, but they're, they're fine. Like Ghostbusters News has, he had... Jason from Ghostbusters News had a lot of video that he shot at FanFest, and some of it was, like, in the front of that music. I know, I, I think he has a 17-minute video of the thing. If not, somebody else does, but... Um, so I know I that exists. I just want to know if the rest of the concert existed. I don't know. I don't, that'd I don't be, know. That'd be a fun watch. I don't know. So it's and, sort of like, like, the other thing that's lost to FanFest is, like, I never saw was I really wanted to see Dan Aykroyd's Ghost... But, um, his like paranormal family uh, panel, and I wanted to see the Kenner panel, and I never saw those. So, I don't, yeah. I've never seen them come up anywhere, like copies of them. So, if anybody's listening out there and you know where to find that, please tell me. I would love to waste an afternoon of just watching badly shot cell phone footage of a 
thing that I didn't get to experience, even though I paid a lot of money to go check it out. <laughs> I think the only thing that I heard of from Dan Aykroyd's Ghost Family panel or whatever was that he started off the panel by going, where is everyone? Yes, that is like, what I what's heard. Going, where going, is everybody? What's going on? Yeah. Why aren't there people here? And like completely disgruntled that no one was there. Yeah. Well, you know, you would think that <laughs> that the person whose panel would have been most attended at FanFest would have been Dan Aykroyd, but yeah, that's all good. But everybody was too busy getting autographs and being shuffled around a lot. Anyway, so Ectotron gets your thumbs up. Yeah, I'm down. If if you if you if you can pick it up, if you can find it, the Plasma I, I Series Ecto also gets a thumbs up. Get a thumbs up. Just pick be okay up. with the paint, or I don't know, trade with a friend. Find a person Fuck who it, has it's a cool the, toy. The kind it's a cool of cool toy. The, Just pick the, it up. Play with it. Have fun with it. The flavor of Ecto that you are seeking. Like, just seek it out from somebody else. Post it on Craigslist. I've got an extra crispy. Do you have an original recipe? <laughs> Let's trade. Uh, then you, then you can <laughs> then you can just swap. And yeah. you can touch Ecto's together and see what happens. Exactly. Um, the last thing we were having uh, we, we were going to talk about in terms of Ghostbusters collecting and things is this food thing. Oh yes, the food thing. So all these other products, they could like sit on the shelf, right? Like they can sit around. And like, hey, if an Ecto sits around, like there's not even batteries in these Ectos because they're not electronic. So if they were to if they had to have left them like sitting for another six months before they decided to release them, the only thing they would have been paying for was like the warehouse space. Right. So but a lot of this food product, it was think about it. It was ordered and it was supposed to come out for July of last year. That was the original date for like when does a Twinkie hit the store shelves? Uh, May june so i don't think they held those products in a warehouse this long but i do think that they pushed back production dates and they told like all these food companies like okay okay we need you to find a window for us in like march to produce this crap and hostess is like yeah yeah fine we'll do that we can whip out a bunch of twinkies and i don't think sony and ghost core in a position to be like hey 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 could you just not produce those now because actually we changed the date again (laughs) Yeah, so, no, I mean, short of it, I, I'm hyped. I'm going to eat whatever they throw out that has a Ghostbusters logo on it. You know, I'm down. I want to try the cereal. I want to, I never had it as a kid, the Ghostbusters, cer- Ghostbusters cereal. So I want to try it. I know it, it could not be the same thing, but. I don't think it I is. Mean, if it is, cool. And if it's not, whatever, I'm still going to consume it. I mean, I, I do have a, a very small cereal collection. I have. A Funko Slimer cereal box. Yeah, and then those came out. I, I have the uh, Super Mario cereal, which was delicious, but it was the one that contained the Amiibo, like the NFC card yeah. on the back of the thing, so you could use it for in-game stuff. So I ha- I bought two, and I have one boxed in the in the kitchen. Well, I was thinking about this because, like, and I, I have all the 2016 Twinkie boxes. Still, well, this, this is my problem, right? Is like I have. I don't, I try not to collect too much food. Like, cause I know that like for folks who are, who have a hardcore Ghostbusters collection, it becomes about like, you got to get everything. So, I, I collect the food in my belly. Um, That's where I collect my food. I can look at my collection and tell you things that I have and I don't know what to do with because they are food. And like, I have uh, one of those Stay Puff Marshmallow Men that's actually made of marshmallow that they put out. During the 35th anniversary in 2019 or whatever, they you sold eat it. a Cracker Barrel, and its you best buy date was this past October. 
So you eat it. Sometimes I'm like, I should eat it. Sometimes I'm like, it's probably hard as a rock. Sometimes I'm like, you should throw it on fire. It's a marshmallow man. What else? Is, like, that's the perfect ending to it. Um, you should just light it on fire and film you it. You should eat it while <laughs> like, it's on fire. Make it a Yule log. Uh, 2016 Ecto Cooler. I don't have any of the 80s stuff, thankfully, rotting away somewhere. But I've got six cans of 2016 Ecto Cooler left in my house. And I don't really know what to do with them at this point. I also have heard absolutely nothing about a 2021 release of Ecto Cooler. So as much as I thought there would be, like, I'm hearing about Twinkies, I'm hearing about cereal, I thought by now someone would have said, Coca-Cola's gonna do it again, son. You're getting it. The ecto-coolers are coming. But I haven't heard anything. So I don't know what to do with my ecto-coolers, because I know I'm never gonna drink them. They're way too old, and I don't want to get botulism and die. Uh, or just go to the hospital in a pandemic. But I also... They're, they're ecto-cooler. What do you, I do with you just yeah, yeah, hang on to them. I think you just hang on, and that's about that. I'm, like, waiting for them to start leaking, which is why I'm like, can I just They drink? won't leak like, out of the aluminum can. Is it legitimate for me to drain them? Am I still, like, are they no longer a pristine collector's item, and do they suddenly become trash? Just poke a little hole in the bottom and let it drain out overnight, and then... Yeah, that's what then I mean. You, then, you, then you're good to go. You don't have to pop the top. Yeah, or, or maybe, you just shot. You could just shotgun it like a beer. Just you know, what pop if a I, hole in the bottom, pop the top, chug it, see see what goes down. I had this idea Why the not? other night. I'll tell you about this idea I had the other night. I thought it was ridiculous, but I was like, "What if?" Do you do you remember Mister Robinson's neighborhood from Saturday Night Live? Uh, barely. So, for those of you who don't remember this, this is an Eddie Murphy sketch uh, where he was Mister Rogers, but he was like Mister Rogers of the projects. So, oh, I do remember this. Yes, it was not particularly. It's not a very uh, culturally woke sketch in contemporary 2021. But one of the things he has in an episode is that he's ripping off kids by selling them fake Cabbage Patch Kid dolls. And he basically just takes a head of lettuce and jams it onto a doll. And then it sells it to the local kids telling them they're Cabbage Patch dolls. And I thought about this the other day that I was like, what if I were to make my own Funko soda figures? Like if I were to just like take a bunch of old soda cans and saw off the top. And just throw an old figure in it and be like, yeah. Funko. Just shove some old shit in there. Some old like junk figure that I get in a job lot on eBay. But you have to spell it like F-U-N-C-O. <laughs> it's just like sending out blind box figures and it's like what is this and it's like well it's three quarters of a mumra figure that appears to be missing an arm okay <laughs> it's just what is this it seems to be the accessories to leonardo who knew yeah. <laughs> it's just like just the half shell it's exactly. not the rest of the figure there's no hero it's just the half shell it's one of those old turtles that transform from a turtle but you're missing half you of know, the parts that transform honestly Given how many people release custom toys at this point as art and sell them for hundreds of dollars, this is something I should actually do. Yeah, you should probably pursue this. <laughs> yeah. This was my listen. idea first, everyone. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Here's how we're going to share this, because I've given you some gold. I get 70, you get 30. You do oh, all the work. Okay. <laughs> That's how this works. But I've got a golden ecto. It's ours, Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
boy. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm interested to see the Ghostbusters food when it comes out, but I also don't know that I want to eat it. I just like well, don't. I think you eat it for either pure nostalgia or you just don't get it. But like, here's it's, the thing: I can tell you, know, you things that I ate as a kid, like that were like, uh, you know, like a a toy branded food that were good. Like that, I was like, yeah, no, I would eat that again because it was not only was it have my favorite thing on it, but I liked it. <laughs> right, like, like Flintstones push pop. Yeah, yeah, but less that and more like um, a WWF a like ice cream cookie bar on a stick. Like hell yeah, oh, there you right? Go. Or, I was gonna say um, a Sonic the Hedgehog head. A TMNT, uh, a TMNT pudding pie, right? Like a Hostess pudding pie that had the mutagen inside it. Ones. They weren't good. I liked those, um, but like the point is that I can't identify a Ghostbusters food that I'm like, man, that really, like, the only one is Ecto Cooler. And the fact that I don't know about an Ecto Cooler coming, like, I, I don't even, like, as a kid, I, we didn't have Twinkie tie-ins. It's kind of funny to think about it, but, like, they didn't release a Ghostbusters Twinkie when we were kids, even though Twinkies are talked about in the movie. Because, yeah. They, like, that was a Ghostbusters 2016 brand partnership that was formed where it was like, hey, hey, we're going to make Twinkie jokes and we're going to put a giant Twinkie in Times Square in one of the scenes of the movie and we're going to make some branding partnership and synergy, guys. Twinkies. <laughs> and so that. I have those Twinkies. Yeah, I mean, the Key Lime ones. I have none of them and I never ate them, but um, that's fine. I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm not that huge of a fan of a Twinkie to begin with, but. I guess, like, I'm not, I don't know. Like, to me, the, you don't, we didn't see, like, a night, a 2016 Nestle's Crunch partnership, right? Like, because Egon eats a crunch in the first movie. And, but for some reason, we got a Twinkie partnership because Egon eats a Twinkie and references it as a metaphor in explaining the amount of psychokinetic energy in the downtown area. Right? Like, so, I don't know. I guess what I'm getting at is, I'm not that concerned about Ghostbusters food. Like, I know I'm talking about it this much, and it's like, dude, you must care. But I just, I don't know. I'm not going to chase it. The only thing I want, I want the Ecto Cooler. If it's coming, I want to know it's coming. You could even, like, even the movie being, if they put out the Ecto Cooler now, and they let me buy lots of it and get totally drunk to drown the disappointment of the movie not being out, we'd be good. Did you ever (laughs) have the 2016 Ecto Cooler with Crystal Head Vodka? No, because I've never had Crystal Head vodka. It's delicious. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, actually, that may it's... not be. If they if they served Crystal Head at Fan Fest, then I've had Crystal Head, but I don't know that they did. I don't think they did. I I have a bottle in the freezer right now of Crystal Head, and, it's, and to have it with the Ecto Cooler in 2016 was delicious. I think that would be interesting, and I did have Ecto Cooler with vodka. It just wasn't powered by Herkimer Diamonds. So. Well, then you're missing out. Because <laughs> that, that shit was basically like dropping acid. Yeah, my, my, my vodka was not powered by diamonds. Sorry. Um, I wanted to drink diamonds and, and drink Ecto Cooler, and I did both. It was delicious. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm, I think that I would like to see the Ecto Cooler if it's coming, is what I'm going to say about the food. And other screw than it. That, I want the cereal. I want the Twinkies. I'm going to buy it. I want to eat them. I what else do you Twinkie. think? I want the what, Muncher Twinkie. All right, so what else do you think might be coming? Suppository. We don't, we do. <laughs> Ghostbusters suppository. Shaped Ghostbusters! Like, shaped like the no ghost. 
that you have to that you have to that you have to boof inside you. Uh, no, I mean, what else though? What what else do you think is coming? Like Krispy Kreme had that. Remember last time we did this in 2016, Krispy Kreme had a donut. And um, when we were kids, real so Ghostbusters this- had like McDonald's sponsorship, right? So. I think there's gonna be a fast food joint, like you know, like what was it, Arby's? Wayback like, Burger did it last yeah. time, which was I also obscure. Ne- like who, 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 I didn't even know what a Wayback Burger was. <laughs> like I think we'll have some kind of like fast food endorsement. I mean, they're they're gonna hit all the marks, you know. Yeah, but who who do you think is gonna get it? Like that's my speculation right now. This is the fun moment of speculation: is which fast food company is gonna Wendy's. do the the Ghostbusters tie-in. Or w- Colonel Sanders, so that they can capture the ghost of Colonel Sanders. I don't think it's going to be a ghost Wendy's. trap bucket of chicken. But I don't think it's going to be Wendy's, but it would be kind of funny if the entire promotion was like, Dave Thomas is haunting all of our restaurants. <laughs> that would be amazing. See, I, that's what I want, is I want them to just partner with anybody and then bring back the <laughs> ghosts of dead mascots. <laughs> You know, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Ernie Hudson running around at like Sizzler and all these like old restaurants that are dying off. Yeah, like a TGI Fridays. <laughs> Isn't they're all at Applebee's? They're just, yeah, they're just at Applebee's. <laughs> Remember at the beginning of this when I was like, I have real feelings and empathy for people in the restaurant industry. Now I'm yeah. like, are you Applebee's? <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> if you're Applebee's, you'll fuck yourself. <laughs> and to be fair, when I, I do care a lot more about my friends who own restaurants than I will ever care about Applebee's yeah, ever. Right? Because no one's ever been eating good in any neighborhood when an Applebee's was involved. I don't care what their slogan was for years. But Hey, there's a, there was a good Applebee's. Near where I live, that was delicious. Okay, there's no such thing as a I, good I, I apple. Pro- I prove you wrong. I I, ha- I can attest for it. It was delicious. <laughs> it's out of business, but it was delicious. This is my point. It didn't fit the model of Applebee's. It was actually good, so it went out of business. There is no such thing as a viable good Applebee's. <laughs> hey, hey, the the chilies that that that's in my hometown went out of business, and that was good too. So you know what. On you, okay. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Maybe about that. is that? Do you think that's who gets the sponsorship? Is it Chili's? That'd be amazing. <laughs> it's like baby back ribs in the shape of a ghost, <laughs> <laughs> or just a giant chili pepper, and like, that's a big chili pepper. <laughs> it just is like, check out Slimer's jalapeno poppers. <laughs> like, <laughs> Chips and tri- chips and Slimer guacamole coming With to your table. Ectoplasm dipping sauce. <laughs> Do you want some mood slime on your enchilado? <laughs> oh my god! Now the but the okay. How about like okay? You know what sponsorship I want them to actually get involved with? Yeah, tell me. A fucking movie theater. Put out the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I just. Tweaked out the mic. I'm so sorry. I just laughed that hard in the mic. I blew your eardrums out. My bad. <laughs> That's what I want. Have them get in par- partnership with an AMC. Like, <laughs> like a Regal something. That's what they really need. I want to see them partner up with the last blockbuster video. 
Oh God. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think it would be, I would, I don't even, I can't even tell you like what fast food restaurant I would expect them to partner with for real. Like I don't, I, I would have said like maybe McDonald's years ago, but, um, is that even a thing people still do? Like I haven't been to a McDonald's in so long that I'm like, no, I, I've, I've pandemic wise. I stopped fast food. But, like, like, if you're Disney and you have a Star Wars movie, do you, like, still go to McDonald's and be like, listen, we've got an idea. We think we could put tiny lightsabers next to some fries in a bag. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they still have Happy Meal toys and stuff. Like, they had Mario stuff, and they've had Barbie, and they they actually did recently have Disney. They had um, characters riding the ride, so it was like, you know, I think it was Donald in the Pirates of the Caribbean ship, and... Goofy was in a train from uh, fucking Big Thunder Mountain. Gotcha. So, like, they do still do that stuff. So maybe that's what we're going to get is, you know, a Happy Meal with the four, you know, new Ghostbusters or whatever. Do you, and, do I say, you and, I say, and I'm always saying the new Ghostbusters because that's – let's just be realistic. That's what's happening. Do you, do you hear the sound of my cat? No. Okay. My cat is currently walking up and down the hall outside my office. I heard that now. Yeah. What happens eventually is if I don't pay attention, she does her best impression of the Ecto-1. She goes... Nice. (laughs) My cat does the impression of just annoying me and irritating me so that I feed them. Yeah. By scratching at the door. That's what we're up to at this point. We're like, why are you in a room by yourself with the door closed at the time that I would like to eat food? Um... You should come out here, and if you don't, I intend to do my best impression of the Ecto One until you comply. But she, look, she knows her people. <laughs> she knows her people. She knows that if the Ecto One was screaming by my house right now, I would immediately jump out of the chair. So, she's like, "How do I get his attention? I'll make all the other noises when I've finally had enough." And he'd be like, "Ecto," and then go run outside, and it's just the cat sitting there. Yeah. So. Are the Ghostbusters here? But maybe maybe that's maybe that's the thing we should leave this on is that, and we could revisit this at another point. But what what pet food company should should partner up with Ghostbusters? Friskies. <laughs> like get Slimer's pet food for your dog. Friskies. <laughs> it's just it's just Friskies. <laughs> it's and whatever the Friskies equivalent is for dog food. I'm not a I I don't have a dog, so I don't know what dog food. You know. Alpo. There we go. Like, is that is that a thing still? I don't even know. I, like, I don't I, you're know. right. I don't know anything about dog food. I really don't. I don't have a dog. I do have a cat, and she's asthmatic, and she ecto takes flavored, an inhaler. Ecto ecto cooler flavored dog food. It comes in a can. It looks like the ecto cooler, <laughs> so you get confused whether you're gonna pop open ecto cooler or dog food. Yeah, um, that could work. I guess. I think like maybe it would be interesting to be like. Ghostbusters fish food. <laughs> like, how obscure can we get on this? That like, you see we the Ghostbusters hey. logo put on so many random things, like Ghostbusters flea collars. Why not like, Ben and Jerry's? Like, as a serious like, yeah, that would work. Good ghost Ghostbusters, like Ecto Cooler ice cream. Sure, I would be a fan of that concept. Or you mean you, you could do a marshmallow themed thing very easily. Oh yeah, you could do all the marshmallow. You know, um, you could name it like total protonic reversal or something and mm-hmm. yeah so marshmallow overload uh, whatever ben and jerry's call me exactly um, we want free ben we love ben and jerry's we love ben and jerry's i don't even need to to fake that one 
No. <laughs> <laughs> We're not faking anything because we love Hasbro. We love Ben and Jerry's. I love Hasbro. Call us. <laughs> This is the only way I'm ever going to say this phrase from now on. Uh, I, I think that's I think that's a good call. So, well, on that note, I think. Uh, yeah, we we, should, I, we've hit our timer mark. I think we should uh, get out of these people's ear holes. Yeah, and I think that next, I like what I would like to hear from people uh, out there listening in listener land is you know you can hit me up on on Twitter or Instagram at uh, Vankmaniac. And you could let I'm me at know. the real FVH. That's right, you are. Uh, you could hit me up or you could hit, hit Frankie up and tell me what Ghostbusters food you would create. So if you had the ability to manage some brand, what is And what it? kind of suppositories you envision the Ghostbusters <laughs> using? What suppositories would you eat? No. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? Wait, wait, wait. They're supposed to be old in this movie, right? I mean, yes. obviously they're old. Yeah, so like we there's got to be a raisin brand tie in. Like, we need Ghostbuster Depends. Ghostbusters Depends. And Ghostbusters. they turn green when they when you soil it. Like when yeah. you poo or pee in it, they turn green. <laughs> they say, I've been slimed. slimed. I've been slimed. <laughs> there it is. That, that's, that's the marketing. That's the market. Yeah, there I'm you gonna go. I'm going to email GhostCore right now and be like, I've got ideas for you. You should. Let you should me say, tell you. listen, I was hoping that I could score a poster for the new movie. And also, I wanted to share with you my great ideas for reaching the senior market with this film in terms of marketing. Call me. <laughs> there we go. And then I'm just going to leave my number. Just be like, dude, hit me up. Yeah. Ghostbuster right. depends. And that's all I'm going to do. The first, the t- first taste is for free. The rest you got to pay for with a free <laughs> poster. Yeah, I mean, I think that you could get some yogurt sold that fights osteoporosis as well as class five free roaming vapors. It's why not? Ghostbusters Aptivia. <laughs> get Jamie Lee Curtis in a flight suit. Yeah. It would work. Just hell with just get Annie Potts to do it. When you can't pull down your flight suit due to irregularities, you need to eat Aptivia. Are you not really sure when you're gonna got one? <laughs> I don't like the book. She doesn't have any pots to it. Like, I would be a big fan. Any pots amazing. is like, are you experiencing emergencies in the middle of the night? And then she's like, Zoo. so it would be any pots sitting on the pot. Yeah. And like when she says, sometimes you're just not sure when you're going to have to go. And she slams the red buzzer button. No, she, she, the she slams the Aptivia, hits the butter, buzzer and goes, we got one. Yeah, and this is what I want to hear. I want to hear people's people's really bad Ghostbusters food tie-in ideas. Um, that's my my ask for the week. That's so, what we want. That's what we need. Yeah, if I hear anything from anybody, if anybody tells me, I'm gonna be like so excited to share them next time we talk. So, um, on that note, I think that this has been, uh, or I think I have been Jim. And I think I was Frankie. I don't and know I'm yet. Fairly confident that this was in fact a podcast. Take care, everybody. All have right. A good. Uh, have a good. Be safe out there. And uh, be safe. Be as, good. As Ernie Hudson would say, always keep on busting. <laughs> busting and we're a clear. Nut. Hmm. I said busting a nut. <laughs>
you can edit that in afterwards. I talked over it, but you have yours. You have yours. <laughs>